Steve Groff here to give a CI Cambridge Canadian dividend update. Our last update was March 12th. Since then, we've continued to see indices march up. Yields have gradually ticked higher, but the market is in a bit of a Goldilocks state at the moment. Inflation is benign, job growth is good, economic growth and corporate earnings are set to reaccelerate, markets are hitting highs. What's not to like? While it's great to enjoy it when times are good, that isn't how one manages risk. There are many risks to keep an eye on. Taxes are about to rise. We're seeing action on the U.S. side here. And we believe we're at the start, not the end of this trend. And there will be ramifications. The stimulus is not cost-free. Inflation is also set to pick up in the months ahead, both due to the base effect, as well as powerful increases in demand while supply remains temporarily constrained. Valuations are also elevated. The great combination of low discount rates and an improved outlook as the economy reopens has created a real surge in optimism out there. Just look at SPACs and all that's going on there for signs of craziness. Now that doesn't mean that there are not opportunities, just they are fewer and farther between. My message here is prudence. The TSX was up 8% in Q1, and that follows being up in 2020, despite COVID. And the TSX was actually a relative underperformer last year, particularly versus indices south of the border. When times are good, people often extrapolate. Do not extrapolate the recent experience. If a money manager promises these types of annualized returns to persist, you should run. Now we are pleased with where things stand. The fund benefited and did well over the month. During the month of March, it was up 8.2% versus the market of 3.9. The 430 basis points of outperformance was actually pretty even split between what we did own and what we did not own. Some of the major contributors were Power Corp, our utilities holdings, and Empire. We also benefited in IT. For example, not owning Shopify added 140 basis points alone. Now keep in mind, it was Shopify last year that actually um, actually hurt given how strongly it did um, in the prior year. Now, it doesn't pay a dividend, so we just do not own it in this fund anyway, but it's worth keeping in mind because this fund is often compared to the TSX. Utilities are an interesting case study. They're about as boring, stable, and predictable as they come. We were able to buy a bit more of them earlier in the year when the prices of Fortis, Amira, and Hydro One were hit on concerns around bond yields. They've since gapped higher, in some cases by over 10% in a few weeks, which is a big deal in the world of utilities. Now, they were already meaningful positions, but unfortunately we would have liked to buy a lot more of them um, when they backed up. We bought a little bit, but not nearly enough. Live and learn. Another topical one is Loblaws. It's no secret that execution has really lagged in the past few years. We began to reacquire shares earlier this year, not because we expected a change in management, but rather because it was a good business at its core and it operates an oligopoly. They were also disproportionately negatively impacted through COVID due to their heavier discount mix, a trend which should actually reverse as COVID recedes and shoppers revert back to some of their historical shopping patterns. At the same time, you were buying it at a nice discount on an absolute basis and versus peers. We bought it and felt good about it, especially at 13 times forward earnings. This is the exact type of investing that we like to do. We like to concentrate on quality businesses in Canada. This means identifying companies that generate attractive returns on invested capital or returns on incremental invested capital, strong free cash flow or operating cash flow with the excess being re, uh, redeployed at attractive rates of return, and run by people who get it, who run the business for shareholders. When we find those companies, we wait. We wait till we buy them at prices that make sense for you, and then we hold them. That's it. Now, a lot of work goes into it, and our team is very busy continuing to review opportunities, especially in periods of volatility, but that really is the objective. The dream, though, is being able to find a company we can own for many years, and occasionally when there's volatility, you can adjust the position size to take advantage of it. So when Kush Charter Fortis gets hit, we can buy more. Conversely, there are some holdings 
that we've been selling down into recent strength as we believe the market has got a little bit ahead of itself in some cases. So that's all for this month. We really appreciate your time and support, and we'll speak, speak with you again shortly. Take care. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.